Hi everyone, welcome back to Prevention Nation, where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. I'm your host, Roy Lutz. Well, welcome back to Prevention Nation. Uh, today, Shelby and I are here with a couple guests from OESV. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? Of course. Thank you for having us. Rosa Beltre, pronoun she, her, ella. I am the president and CEO of the Ohio Alliance on Sexual Violence. And with me? I'm Chandra Witherspoon. I also use she, her, her pronouns. And I am the vice president of operations at OESV. The reason why we're here for Sexual Assault Awareness Month is to ask you a little bit about how we can better serve survivors of sexual assault. Uh, one of the questions, Shelby, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, please jump in, is uh, we saw on your social media Facebook page a post that talked about ways that we can help survivors. So what are some ways we, in here in Warren County, can help survivors? I mean, and that can be through social media, because we're always challenged with finding the right post. Like, what messaging do we want to put out? And it varies, right? So yeah. it, it depends on understanding what your audience is and what platforms are you actually going to utilize. Yeah. And knowing also when survivors are going to be engaged. So that's the primary um, message that you're creating. If it's for survivors, it has to be with intentionality and for survivors to know that they're seen, believed, heard, and yeah. supported. So whatever message and platform, that has to come. And it has to come from a place of love, understanding, and not judgment. So from an organizational perspective, what do survivors need to hear? That they're not invisible. That there's an organization standing for them and with them without actually minimizing or silencing them again. Because sometimes we create so many things, but we don't have the voices of the survivors. Yeah, yeah. We run into that problem with even youth-led prevention. We have youth, but we tend to lend that voice all the time, but we don't give them the space to have that voice. So we're learning there. But I think it's so great when you say, um, what were the words you said? We have to stand there for them. Yes. Sometimes um, there was a saying, do for, do with, and cheer on. Mm. And I've always loved that because I think a lot of survivors that I've met and worked with, they don't have... Sometimes they, they have a hard time finding that first voice in there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So well, And I the strength, the strength to stand, right? And sometimes all you need is the support. Mm -hmm. So for survivors, when they see that the support is there, that continues to help them feel empowered, yeah. motivated, um, and it lifts off a weight because it takes a lot of guts to come forward. Sure does. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so then the second question uh, Shelby, did you, uh, did you want to ask that or did you want yeah, to? Yeah, sure. So yeah. based on just your Facebook post, um, I'm honored to ask. So it said something about kind of interagency connectedness and things like that. So how can we as organizations or even just, um, you know, people, how can we come together, uh, to collaborate in order to empower survivors or help with the conversation? What a great question. So it takes a village, right? Um, and this is Prevention Nation, right? Right, correct. So with prevention, we have understood that the first layer is not enough, that it takes a village, right. that it's community, right? That we all have to come together to be able to go ahead and prevent mm -hmm. sexual violence. It's great when we do the advocacy. It's great when we do the outreach. But what if we empower others to prevent this from actually happening? Yeah. Right? All right. So it is a community base um, and people are not islands. Right. Um, and sometimes even with the victimization, especially of sexual violence, we've put people in a corner. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like, hey, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> right? Yeah, dirty dancing. Yeah, there we go. Bring them back, right? Yeah. Give them the center of attention. But it takes a entire community and a community of practice that is willing to lean an ear, mm-hmm. lean a hand, know when to step in, step back, and creating systems, right? Because yeah. we're so focused on going ahead and breaking those systems but the reality is that some survivors still needs Mm -hmm. systems of support and that that, system is the community in whichever layer they represent that so there's many other practices right so a survivor council Mm -hmm. what about that chandra thank you rosa (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i I think just a, a few things that i'm thinking i i think that um this field could do a better job of engaging survivors um, in terms of like listening sessions and creating an advisory council for survivors um, to be able to tell us too like how can how do you need to see marketing you know right. what is where do you look you know for, for yeah here I am asking you two but right. you're telling me no I should be asking right. them right absolutely yeah. and we I should. think that our field right we started very grassroots working hand in hand with survivors yeah. and we've gotten away from that when we professionalize yes. right and mm-hmm. so we're kind of disconnected and then we have this beautiful building that we're sitting in right now yeah. and we have brilliant minds at the table trying to think about what messaging to put out there when we could be just in asking survivors I think that's a simple wow. question that a lot of people in our movement and we've you know struggled mm-hmm. with this too just fail to, to you know to realize that that how important that is to really get their their buy-in their support and their yeah. voices because because our movement is here to elevate their voices right not our own not our own and when i say that i always tell people it's important to also pay survivors for that too Mm -hmm. right we get a lot of questions yeah for sexual assault awareness month we get calls all the time do you have a survivor that we can talk to do you have a we have a panel we're we're one we're not just pulling survivors out of our hat but when we have a survival council we know that these people are ready to speak about their experiences and if we're going to ask them to be on a panel we have to pay them for that because they are reliving a trauma mm-hmm. when they're telling that story again so it's important to to pay people and I think for the community um, realizing that everybody's not going to come every survivor in Warren County and surrounding counties is, is not going to come into your agency right. some of them will go right to maybe more culturally specific yes. agencies so it's import- important for us to partner Absolutely. with them they might go to faith you know faith based and spiritual based um, right. you know uh, 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 facilities and, and institutions and so partnering we, with those faith yeah, yeah. with them because I'm yeah. sure that they're hearing from survivors all the time and their lens is to provide support in a way that is rooted in like their faith, mm-hmm. right? right? Their spirituality, which is great. And also, do they know that you exist so they can also do a warm handoff, right? right. When people right. are coming through your door. So we know survivors are disclosing at different places mm-hmm. where they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to build that community so that everybody knows that you exist and that you work hand in hand. Maybe they won't come here, but maybe you take your brochures, right, to the faith-based community and they know that they have that. Maybe you do a support group there, right, and not here. Yeah. Um, but you would never know that that unless you engage the community so that community engagement is so important so critical to serve all survivors because that's our goal right yeah. is hitting all survivors well that's such great advice because i know one of the things that we've talked a lot about that keeps coming up here is we don't have to do it all we don't have to know the answers i say that sometimes with uh we're going to build a storybook stroller we're going to do a youth activity and we tend to think we have to come up with all the marketing we have to come up with the plans we have to come up with the dates and the activities 
why do we have to do it yeah. right i mean <laughs> let's let the youth take the activity of course yeah. yeah so well you know and as you were talking uh each of you were talking you hit different parts of something that have you ever seen the movie Roll Red Roll? Yes. Yeah. And um, and then Audrey and Daisy. Mm-hmm. Those were two movies that, as you two were talking about community collaboration, mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, in those movies, sometimes it's easier to see where things go wrong than where they go right. Mm-hmm. In those movies, you saw everything fall apart around the community. Mm-hmm. The, the whole community fell apart. And I guess that's what I'm taking from you two, is mm-hmm. that to put it together, mm-hmm. it takes the whole community as well. Yeah. Definitely. And so. and sometimes we have to leave our egos mm-hmm. apart, right? And mm-hmm. and understanding, right? Mm-hmm. That everybody is part of the puzzle. Yeah. When that puzzle is not complete, you can actually put it in a Canva. You can exhibit it. Yeah. So everybody fits in our community practice. Everybody has a space. And we that are the professionals or know about the field, we need to create spaces for the community to feel that they belong in that puzzle. And that includes even our staff. Yeah. So we talk about external survivors, right, and bringing them, but we forget to recognize that people come into this field for many different reasons, and they are primary survivor or secondary survivor. So can you define that a little bit? Definitely. Yeah. So primary, whether they it's acute or they actually experience the harm themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. or they know somebody, okay. right, very close to them that yeah. has. So they come with a passion, they come with a desire, they want to change the world mm-hmm. in some way, contribute. But sometimes we, with the policies that we also create within our agencies that don't allow people to come as they are. They cannot identify themselves within this organization or any to also be survivors and how some things are triggering. Wow. And being able to utilize that as a flame to generate change, Mm -hmm. to be catalysts of change, and to bring community together. Wow, you two are amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I always learn so much from the conferences that OSB puts on, but you two are always very much a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any anything else you'd like to know, Shelby, before we close out for this, uh, this I episode? was just going to say, in closing, um, maybe what are some major takeaways that we can get out of not only just OAESV, but also just for in the topic of Sexual Assault Awareness Month, what is your main things that you would like to... I guess, talk about here in Prevention Nation about your organization and what you're doing in April to kind of help or spread awareness. Yeah. What's OASB doing this month? This month, we are elevating each and every one of you. Yeah. Each of the programs. (laughs) That is the mission also of the organization. Yeah. So our board always asks me, but we didn't hear. And I'm like, that's great. You didn't need to hear because that means that that program in that community is doing exactly what they need to do. So other things that we do was create the SAM um, booklet, toolkit completely. So instead of utilizing something from California or from Texas, you have things created with resources for Ohio done by Ohioans Mm -hmm. that could actually go ahead and support SAM for this month and being able to tag us. Tag us on all your activities, your events, done, your call to actions. Your call to actions, your work teal days, um, and incorporating all of your trainings. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you want to talk about Advocacy Day too? But yeah, yeah. I saw that on your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as a coalition where we try to be behind the scenes as much as possible because we aren't forward facing to the community. And so just. You are the ones doing the work within the community. So that for us is the most important thing that we could do during SAM giving you you space to create, to be, and for the community to get to know you instead of us invading the community with messages. So giving you just. Um, templates of what to create, what to say. So those are part of the things. But we're also doing Advocacy Day on the 27th, which is our day of, once again, embracing the voices of survivors. Um, And embrace means many things. It means to hug, to entice, to elevate, right? To own. Um, and, And how important it is for us to be able to do that, not only from the perspective of standing with survivors, but also for legislators to know what are the true needs of survivors within the state of Ohio, which is much more than just funding for our programs, but actually passing laws. Yeah. Yeah, because those laws trickle down and impact (laughs) each and every one one of us, right? And all of the communities, and that we exist, right? And that we are here. So on the 27th, starting at 9.30, we have a wonderful panel. We'll be at the State House. It'll be virtual also, but um, we have discussion in reference to sexual assault in the military, changes to VAWA, which yeah. finally has been uh, recertified, right. uh, reauthorized yes. uh, after so many years, and all of the changes that that's actually bringing, and having representation for the first time um, in six years at the White House, wow. which is so, so much value. So yes. they will be with us as well. Congratulations on that. That's success, you. right? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Thank you. Well, Chandra, Rosa, thank you so much for being on Prevention Nation. We are really honored to have you both here. Thank you. Thank you. And kudos to you all yes. for the work that the great work that you do in this county. And I know that there are people that will never know your name, right? But they will feel the impact of your work. So I hope you share that with you too. Thank, thank you. That's, you. That's great. Thank Close you. on that. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs>